Good morning. This is J.B. West uh, in on the beaches of Normandy in France, and uh, I'm Jeff J. Brown talking to my good friend and partner, James Bradley, a.k.a. J.B. East in Saigon. How are you doing, James? Hey, Jeff. I'm great. Very sunny in Saigon. The uh, James has been telling me some incredible information that's uh, a information that 99% of us have never heard about uh, the modern post-war history of the United States. And uh, he has a, he, he has to crystallize it down uh, into a short show today to, to, to get you all started. And, and the name of it is Who's in Charge? So please take it away, James. So my question is to everyone, who's in charge in America? And we'll try to answer it at the end. Now, the disclaimer here is that I'm going to do like 50, 60 years of history, and every single subject deserves, you know, a couple hours of uh, a multi-million dollar movie. And I'm going to assume a lot of knowledge on the um, uh, with the audience. You know, we have to go back to the origins of the CIA, 1947. Uh, the audience should know about o Operation Mockingbird, the control of the press. And what basically happened was the CIA got out of control and the guns that they had pointed out are now pointing in. And the reg regime changes that they did overseas, they're now doing uh, domestically. So let's start with JFK. Uh, I just looked at Wikipedia and I looked up the name Lee Harvey Oswald and it said Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated John F. Kennedy. Well, that's just so ridiculous in 2023. And now this subject, uh, again, you know, the subject of JFK's assassination, I'm, you know, I'm a student of people who are reading, you know, five to 600 books on this subject. The amount of film and evidence is just absolutely overwhelming. So I'm going to do this in about 10 minutes, the JFK assassination. So it's going to be very simplified. Now, if you have any doubt that there was a conspiracy, just why don't you turn it off right now? Because I'm not going to convince you. You'd have to go through this 500 to 600, um, you know, you know, books and uh, hours and hours and hours of research. But let's look at it simply. JFK, if you look at the film, he puts his hands up to his throat. He just got shot from the front in his throat. There are photos and testimony of a bullet hole coming in the front of the car. So the right front uh, window uh, had, a, had a bullet hole in the glass. So he gets that shot and Jackie looks at him, you know, what's wrong? And then he gets a headshot to his right temple and his brain blows out to the left. Folks, have you seen this? I often ask people, have you seen the uh, Kennedy assassination video? And they say, oh yeah, Jackie climbing on that. No, 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 no. Go to the slow motion colorized headshot and look at your president, look at the bullet enter his right temple and go out and his head goes violently to the left and back, and his brain is blown out uh, in back. Well, just a minute.
The Warren Commission said that he got shot three times from behind. So right there, this is ridiculous. I mean, the Warren Commission was was a pile of lying junk. Did you know that uh, Gerald Ford, who was a congressman, took a pen and on the autopsy report, moved the bullet hole from Kennedy's right shoulder and moved it to the neck so that the Oswald shot from behind in the neck theory would be correct. Now, people might say, well, James Bradley says Jerry Ford. Gerald Ford admitted it in print. He said he did it for the good of the country. I mean, conspiracy, there was a cover-up, there was a conspiracy. There are how many shooters? They found bullets all over the place. This idea that there were three shots from a lone gunman, it's just too ridiculous, folks. You've got to look at the uh, research. There was a conspiracy. Que bono, who benefited? Lyndon Bain Johnson. When Lyndon Bain Johnson was offered the vice presidency, he had his bag man, Bobby, uh, I'll think of his name, Bobby, what's his name, go to the library and research how many presidents died in office. And when he, when he saw the answer, he said, uh, oh man, I'm a gambling man, I'm gonna take those odds. Lyndon Bain Johnson hated Kennedy. Lyndon Bain Johnson was a giant compared to the pipsqueak Kennedy in Washington. We look at history now, Lyndon Bain Johnson is this you know, vice president behind the glamorous John F. Kennedy. But that's not how Washington looked at it. They looked at Johnson as the most powerful man in the Eisenhower administration. He was Senate majority leader and he ran the show while Ike was out on the uh, golf links. And LBJ uh, just hated the Kennedys and the Kennedys hated LBJ. Who ran the Warren Commission investigation? LBJ's friend, Alan Dulles, who got fired by John F. Kennedy. Again, I'm going fast. If you don't know why Alan Dulles got fired, then do some research. It's called the Bay of Pigs. He, he was the head of the CIA, failed at the Bay of Pigs. Alan Dulles thought he was above presidents and all of a sudden Kennedy fired him and said, I wanna destroy the CIA. Well, guess what? You know who the mayor of Dallas was? He was the brother of the number two guy at the CIA that got fired with Alan Dulles. Folks, when you do the research, it's like this Secret Service head, the mayor, uh, the chief investigator of the police, this guy over here, this guy over there, they were either previously CIA or they went you know, to work for the CIA later. It's, it's amazing uh, what a big conspiracy this is. J. Edgar Hoover flew into Dallas the night before the assassination and was at a party at Clint Murchison's home and they were having a secret meeting, putting the last details on the assassination. If you don't know who Clint Murchison is, you know, we don't have time for this. Clint Murchison, H.L. Hunt, huge, powerful Texas oilman who hated that J.F. Kennedy because he was gonna take away their oil depletion allowance. The head of the Secret Service was in on this, good buddy of Lyndon Baines Johnson. J. Edgar Hoover lived across the street from Lyndon Baines Johnson. Johnson told his girlfriend the morning of the assassination, they were in a hotel room together, boy, those Kennedys are never gonna humiliate me again. Lyndon Baines Johnson was a powerful murderer 
who has who had a number of murder murders chalked up before the uh, Kennedy assassination. One of the murders is on Covert Action magazine uh, just today. The CIA had three sets of assassination uh, uh, templates set up, one in Chicago, one in Tampa, and one in Dallas. And they were all the same. Kennedy was going to make a turn, uh, a tight turn slowly. The Secret Service driver was gonna slow down and there were office buildings off to the side and there would be shooters. Well, in uh, Chicago, the plot got broken up. It's a long story right there. I could do two hours on the Chicago plot. Kennedy was supposed to go to Chicago. They found this plot to kill him. He didn't go. Tampa, the same thing. They found the plot. He didn't go. Dallas, the exact same CIA cookie cutter plot. He went. He went into Dallas, the home of, of LBJ. LBJ spent a month on his ranch preparing for this visit, uh, you know, with, with a lot of the conspirators. Read the book by LBJ's personal attorney. His, LBJ's personal attorney did a book on how LBJ killed J, uh, JFK and how LBJ was uh, agonizing to a psychiatrist in his post-presidential years about the assassination and those psychiatric files are still locked up in, in his uh, law firm. So what I'm trying to say here is that there's forces much larger than just LBJ, J. Edgar Hoover. There was a conspiracy. Curtis LeMay was smoking a cigar uh, during uh, uh, JFK's autopsy. They lost the brain of JFK, which would have shown the entrance bullets. How can you lose the brain of the president? How come the guy who did the autopsy never did an autopsy in his life? And he was a military guy under the command of, of these uh, uh, military admirals and generals who were watching the autopsy. Folks, JFK's body was, uh, head was operated on, on the plane. Two different bodies were delivered to Bethesda uh, for the autopsy. Look into it. I'm not trying to you know, say, believe just what I'm saying. I'm saying, why don't you do some research here? Go to America's Untold Stories, repeat. Go to YouTube, America's Untold Stories. Watch the best storyteller I ever encountered, Mark Robert, last name G-R-O-U-B-E-R-T, Mark Robert. You can watch five hours on the Kennedy assassination, five hours on the LBJ cover-up, you can watch individual you know, uh, segments on, for example, Ruth Payne. Who is Ruth Payne? She was the lesbian lover of Marina Oswald, the wife of Lee Harvey Oswald. She was CIA. Ruth Payne was CIA through and through, no doubt about it. And she was a handler of, of, uh, of Lee Harvey Oswald. Ruth Payne got Lee Harvey Oswald the job in the, in the Texas Book Depository. Who was George de Morenschild? George de Morenschild was a Texan who handled uh, the Oswalds. Look, look into this. George de Morenschild was going to be questioned by the uh, assassination committee in the 1970s. Guess what? He committed suicide with a rifle to the brain. You know, 
I mean, it's too fascinating. The, the evidence is overwhelming. You're getting lied to by Walter Cronkite, Wikipedia, uh, all the networks that this was a, you know, a lone gunman who shot him three times from behind. This was a massive conspiracy. And people say, well, somebody would have spoken up. Yeah, there's a lot of people who've spoken up. Look at the research. There's over 200 people involved in this situation who were shot, you know, strangled to death, mysterious uh, uh, deaths in the woods, murders. You know, they, they had to kill over 200 people to keep this a secret, and it's not a secret. The proof is there. It's just not up on the level of the New York Times and the Washington Post, those lying CIA mockingbird uh, publications. Let's move on to Richard Nixon comes in after LBJ. Well, Richard Nixon is CIA approved. He was running the Bay of Pigs uh, in the 1950s. He helped devise it with uh, uh, under the Eisenhower uh, administration. What I'm saying is Richard Nixon was CIA approved. We're not getting presidents who are not pre-approved by the deep state. Folks, if you want to learn more about how Nixon was railroaded out of office and how we know very little about Watergate, look at Nixon's lawyer, Jeff Shepard. It's spelled Jeff with a G and Shepard, S-H-E-P-H-A-R-D. On the internet, you can look at shepherdonwatergate.com. I'll spell Shepard, S-H-E-P-H-A-R-D, shepherdonwatergate.com. I watched 10 hours of, of, of him laying out evidence that only became available in 2019, folks. If you think you know the Watergate story because you saw the CIA movie uh, about Watergate in the 1970s, you're wrong. There's information that is just coming out on, on, on Nixon, on the JFK assassination, and it's fascinating. Take a look. Now, Nixon. Nixon is in power. He's the most popularly elected president in history, and he's a problem for the CIA. He's having multiple meetings with Richard Helms, the head of the CIA, and he's saying, you know, I want information on that Bay of Pigs thing, on that Bay of Pigs thing. And H.R. Haldeman, his chief of staff, is like, what's this Bay of Pigs thing? He's writing his notes. Well, the Bay of Pigs thing meant the Bay of Pigs and then the fact that Kennedy did not support the Bay of Pigs when it went into operation. And then Kennedy fired the CIA uh, creators of the Bay of Pigs. And then they basically shot him uh, for revenge. Short story there. But Nixon kept saying to the CIA, I want them files, I want the files. And then there's a recording of him with uh, the CIA head, Richard Helms. Hey, Dick, you and I both know who killed John. I'd like to see the files. So Nixon wants to see the files of how the CIA did the Bay of Pigs and killed John Kennedy. Oops, guess what, what happens? A guy named Bob Woodward comes along. So you know Bob Woodward, the great crus crusading Washington Post column uh, writer, right? Hey, 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 how come we never learn about Bob Woodward's background just before Watergate? He worked for the um, Naval Intelligence. 
Naval intelligence is, is one of the military kind of CIA units. George Bush, head of the CIA, came out of naval intelligence. A number of people around the Kennedy assassination were naval intelligence. Bob Woodward is working for the intelligence community within the Nixon White House. He's a Navy officer, guys. And he's running documents back and forth. He's part of the secret deep state working in the Nixon administration. And then just like that, he goes civilian. They uh, sheep dip him in a, in a small uh, newspaper. And then magically, the number one paper in Washington hires Bob Woodward and dusts him off and presents him as a crusading uh, uh, writer for the Washington Post. And, you know, there and we have Watergate. Folks, it was an inside job. Look at the evidence. The CIA took down Richard Nixon, you know, deep throat. You know, that was so exciting, the Watergate movie, all the president's men, you know, uh, Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman and Deep Throat was a secret guy. And oh, that's so exciting. Well, now we know who Deep Throat was. He was the alcoholic uh, number two guy at the FBI, Mark Felt, who felt that he should have been uh, uh, Hoover's replacement. And Mark, when Hoover died, Mark Felt wasn't promoted and he was pissed at Nixon. And then all of a sudden the FBI is collaborating with the CIA to take Richard Nixon out. Folks, have you been awake in the last five years? FBI, CIA con uh, uh, collusion through the Washington Post. Does that sound familiar? You ever hear of a guy named Trump and Russiagate? It's the same thing. The CIA and, and uh, FBI working together took out Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, nice upstanding uh, uh, congressman from Michigan. Well, guess what? When they took out, um, who was the vice president? Spiro Agnew, the Democrats in Congress who, who controlled Congress, and this is in, te in, in testimony, gave Nixon only one choice. You have to have Gerald Ford. Well, Gerald Ford was CIA. He's the guy who moved the autopsy bullet in the Warren Commission. He was a big fat liar for the CIA covering up the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Yeah, Gerald Ford is CIA approved. Let's have him in. Jimmy Carter takes over. Where did Jimmy Carter come from? He, no one ever heard of Jimmy Carter. He was an obscure peanut farmer, farmer governor. Well, he's ex-Navy. He's deep state ex-Navy. And uh, what's her name? Morning Joe, his host, his hostess is Mika Brzezinski. So Brzezinski uh, becomes the, the head of the National Security uh, Council for Jimmy Carter. Well, it was Brzezinski who made Carter. Brzezinski was connected into the Rockefellers and he was on the, uh, what's the, geez. What's the big thing? Bilderberg Group. He was in the Bilderberg Group and he convinced uh, uh, David Rockefeller and the Bilderberg people that, hey, here's this Jimmy Carter, uh, US Navy, nice moldable guy. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy Carter is smiling on the cover of Time Magazine and becomes president of the United States. Again, folks, my question is who is in charge? 
my purpose of doing this is to encourage you to look beyond the headlines, look underneath what's happening. Ronald Reagan, you know, Ronald Reagan was an FBI informant in Hollywood in the 1950s, a great friend of the FBI. Who was his vice president? His vice president was, was the former head of the CIA, George Bush. Now folks, I'm not trying to get all conspiracy theorists and woo woo, but look at how many hundreds and hundreds of times have you read that Vladimir Putin, ex-head of the KGB, the KGB thug Vladimir Putin, the KGB's Vladimir Putin. Well, you don't hear. Ex-CIA thug George Bush. George Bush, ex-head of the C. You know, it gets cleansed when we talk about FBI and former Ronald Reagan. It gets cleansed when we talk about Jerry Ford, part of the conspiracy to cover up the uh, assassination of, of John F. Kennedy, you know? So I'm just asking you, look underneath the headlines. Let's wake up. This is extremely interesting stuff. Who takes after over after Ronald Reagan? Well, gee, I wonder if the CIA approved of the ex-head of the CIA becoming president. We move on to Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton went to Ro Oxford on the Rhodes Scholarship. Jeff and I have talked about what that means, the Rhodes Scholarship. You're part of the inner circle. Uh, you're a conspiracy to rule the world if you're a Rhodes Scholar. Cecil Rhodes, look who set it up. Look, what, look at what type of club you have to be in. There's a lot of uh, murky waters about Clinton when he went to Moscow as a student with no money and was able to stay in great hotels. Bill Clinton worked with the CIA doing, uh, running huge amounts, billions of dollars of cocaine through the MENA airport in Arkansas. Folks, you don't believe me? Well, then it's, I don't know, you, you got a problem in your head. The MENA, Arkansas was a CIA operation that George Bush was running through the MENA airport and doing it with Bill Clinton. You see them post-president, they're so friendly and arm in arm and, and uh, a Barbara Bush said that Bill Clinton is, is the son she didn't have. Well, they were working together with the CIA bringing in uh, cocaine through the MENA uh, airport. And it was Bill Clinton who, who consolidated bank control. You know, we banks couldn't go all across the country until Bill Clinton came along. And he consolidated, I forget the terminology, but he allowed them to go national. Bill Clinton is, the reason we have such a small controlled media is because Bill Clinton, before there was a lot of laws that kept the media segmented so that every different uh, city and, and state had a lot of different TV stations and newspaper stations. It was Bill Clinton that consolidated this for easier CIA control. Then we go on to George W. Bush. Folks, his father was head of the CIA. What can I say? You know, his vice president was head of Halliburton. What was Halliburton? Halliburton was the old Brown and Root. What was Brown and Root? Oh, they were the financial sponsors of Lyndon Bain Johnson. Folks, look at the, all these different strings. They're fascinating. Uh, Obama just arose out of, out of Chicago and, and became this uh, hero, really. Well, his mother was a teacher anthropologist 
in Indonesia, which is a common CIA cover. For females, they had them teach and be anthropologists all over the world. If Obama wasn't CIA, how come John Brennan, John Brennan, before he was CIA, was out there in Indonesia going village to village in, in young Obama's tracks, warning villagers to not give interviews about uh, Obama and his family in Indonesia. Folks, where there's smoke, there's fire. All I'm saying is, is, you know, these are not individuals coming from the middle of nowhere that we're electing. They all have deep state ties. Obama gets the Nobel Peace Prize before he even, uh, you know, spends many days, I can't remember, he was a month old or a couple months old in his presidency and he gets the Nobel Peace Prize? What are you talking about? That wasn't manipulated from behind the scenes. The guy goes on to become the number one warmonger of my lifetime. He was bombing nine countries at the same time. He's quoted in a book that I'm pretty good at this killing business, but we covered him with the Nobel Peace Prize and that big smile as he did all that CIA skullduggery around the world. And folks, the 2020 election, now let's go back to 2016. The deep state thought that Hillary had it in the bag and then when Trump pulled it out, on inauguration day, the Washington Post ran an article that said the uh, uh, takedown, not, not takedown, but the, uh, what do you call it, Jeff, when you take out a president the uh, uh, legally? He was indicted. When you indict the president, what is that? Impeachment. Yeah. Impeachment. The impeachment of the president uh, begins. The Washington Post on his inauguration day said that. The Washington Post is, is CIA. It's been Ben Bradley, the editor during the uh, uh, Nixon time, he was CIA since 1951. It's documented, folks. Documented. The editor of the Washington Post. Who owns the Washington Post? Well, let me tell you a story. Amazon never made any money. They lost money year after year after year. And the first year they made money, when was that? Oh, that's when they gave Jeff Bezos of Amazon, the CIA gave him a $600 million contract. The reason Amazon cloud services is so huge is because of CIA and defense uh, department contracts. And then Jeff Bezos just out of the goodness of his heart purchases the Washington Post. Come on folks, that's not an independent newspaper. That's how they do it. Look at Twitter's way over on the coast. Washington DC's way over here. Uh, there's no connection, you know? And now with the uh, Elon Musk papers, we find the FBI was in the middle of Twitter there. Most of the executives were FBI or CIA. So they take Jeff Bezos from way over there in Seattle, and he just happens to be interested in newspapers. Come on, folks, grow up. Uh, Washington Post is CIA media, and they took Donald Trump out in the 2020 election. Come on, COVID? COVID scare? Are you, you guys really think that that was a, a deadly virus? Put on the masks? How come when COVID popped up in early 2020, the first mask that Hillary Clinton wore said vote on it? Just, just, just a minute. It's February, March, 2020. The election isn't until November. 
And the first mask that Hillary puts on says vote. They had those boxes where anyone could throw in ballots. The deep state helped take Trump out. So in conclusion, what I'm saying is that, you know, they've taken out three presidents, Kennedy with a bullet and Nixon and Trump, uh, you know, in other nefarious ways. Now they got tired of Joe Biden and they're taking him out. Folks, Joe Biden's papers in his garage and in the uh, Biden Penn Center, those were there for years. Who found those papers in the Penn Center? A lawyer that makes $1,000 an hour, his personal lawyer. What was a lawyer making $1,000? What, what do you think? They were cleaning up the pencils and the rulers and the, and the pads at, uh, for Joe at the, at the Penn Center? No, 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 no. They were aware of these papers forever. But it's time to show you the papers. It's time to muddy up Joe Biden and take him out. And there's a, there's a whole plan there, I'm sure. Just ask uh, Barack Obama, Valerie Jarrett, Michelle Obama, and Susan Rice. They know what's going on. So my point here, my overall point is, I'm sorry that I can't get deep in any of this. And I'm encouraging you to take a look and ask the simple question, who is in charge? Wow, I'm blown away. I can't, <clears throat> I can't wait to see the transcript of this. <laughs> That's amazing. How, um, well, James, then who does, who is the CIA? Why are they doing that? Who are, who are they helping? Are they, are they connected with the, 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 the bank, the, the banksters, the, the military? I mean, why is the CIA, uh, why is the CIA doing this? What is their, what, who, who are they trying to satisfy or who do they represent? You know, first of all, thank you for the question, Jeff. And th that's the great question. And it's the question I'm not going to answer. And okay. Let me give you a two-part answer here. Number one, when I say CIA, it's not that simple. It's kind of like saying, why is the motor industry in Michigan? Well, Henry Ford. No, 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 no. It's a little more complicated than Henry Ford, you know? And this whole story I'm telling is more complicated than the CIA. If the CIA, there were, you know, there were some uh, mafia elements in the JFK thing. There's FBI, Secret Service. Um, you know, naval intelligence, uh, Dallas police, um, you know, some doctors. So it's, you know, everything from the medical profession to the guys who redid the car, the glass workers, you, you, you know, so saying CIA is too simplistic. I had to simplify it mm -hmm. a force. Now, the number one question is who and what I'm, I guess I'm asking the audience, instead of getting in the who and why, because it always dribbles off. Well, who's controlling this? Well, I don't know. It's Joe who lives in a castle in uh, Austria. Really? Let's look at Joe, you know? It's this family, or it's that money, or it's the Federal Reserve, or it's, you know, we're looking for that simple who. And I, I'd, I'd say that the who is people that we do not know the names of and never will know the names of. So I encourage listeners to look at the what. Forget the who and the why for a second, because it always stops the investigation. I mean, the personal investigation. Well, who did this and why would they do it? If I don't have that answer, you know, I just, I don't believe it. 
Why don't you take a look at the what? Why don't you look at America's untold stories and look at the proof of the bullets? Look at the proof of the letters. Look at the proof of the CIA involvement. Look at the Nixon, you know, the, the Nixon lawyer uh, uh, showing you papers that were hidden until 2019. Why don't you look at the autopsy report that uh, Ford uh, 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 moved, you know? So the, the who and the why, I'd set that aside until you know a lot more about the what. Look at the what first, folks, and then maybe someday we'll find out the who and the why. Well, this has been incredibly uh, fascinating, and, and and unfortunately, it's it's it, it, as a, as as Americans, it just it's so it's almost shocking, and well, it is shocking, but it's almost depressing to think that we don't live in the um, the democracy that we think that we have, or that we've been inculcated to believe that we have, and and uh, at least uh, since post-war and. It's pretty demoralizing, but uh, the only way, I guess, to to overcome this and 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 uh, <clears throat> make amends is to expose it and tell the truth. And like you're doing today, and you did a you did a fabulous job at it, and uh, and you did it and you did it in 40 minutes, so actually in 30 minutes. So I I, I, I and I'm sure everybody that listens to this and reads the transcript uh, will be uh, extremely um, uh, grateful for what you what you presented today and in, in such a short amount of time. So thank you, James. You're welcome. And I'd say the answer we have it: five-star general, one World War II, two-term president, Dwight Eisenhower, spent two years writing his final message to America. Two years, and he wanted to call it the. Uh, the uh, military congressional industrial complex and he warned that if you do not watch this military scientific community you will be overtaken at a grassroots level all the way from washington down to your mayor's office read the speech president eisenhower set warned us and we can go back to his words and root it out so there, there's my answer. Uh, Eisenhower warned us and, and, and go read the speech. So Jeff, I'm signing off, J.B. East from Saigon. And this is J.B. West and uh, on the beaches of Normandy. Thank you, bye-bye.